Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week is a little delayed, as you may or may not have noticed. If you noticed, sorry. If you didn't notice, well, clearly you're not as invested as you should be in this podcast. Um, I posted on Instagram on the Arab American Psycho account, which if you're not following it, Honestly, I can't even sell you on it because it's not that poppin', but like maybe it would be more poppin' if more of you followed it because I know how many of you listen to the podcast. I can see the analytics and a very small percentage of you follow the podcast on Instagram. Like just follow me on Instagram. It's fine. Like you already follow so many other stupid fucking accounts. Just follow Arab American Psycho. It will give me the motivation that I need to like do cool podcast Instagram content. You know, maybe, just maybe, if you did that, my posting would be better. (laughs) Oh, I'm in such an annoying mood. But you know what? This is what you're going to get. But like I was saying, if you follow the podcast on Instagram, you saw that I posted on my stories that this week's episode was going to be a little late. And here's why. I kind of have been on a roll with recording with guests lately, which is great. I think that I've really kind of figured out scheduling. And I think that that was a problem that I had in the beginning when I first started this podcast, because it's not my only job. It's just one of my jobs. So scheduling has always been a little bit tricky, especially since a lot of my guests are in different time zones and countries. So it's, it's been It's been a journey and I'm getting a lot better at navigating it. Um, So I've been on a roll with guests and everything like that. And I love having guests on the show because I think it's a cool way to like get to know someone from, you know, a different, just different people. And then also I feel like it's a great way to introduce you guys to really cool people that I think you should know about. Um, But I do like, I like a solo episode At first, I was hesitant about solo episodes because I was like, oh, can I even talk for that long? And the answer is yes. Yes, I can. Unfortunately for everyone, I could talk to myself for hours and hours. Um, And also, you guys, you like the solo episodes. So if you like it, you know, and I can do it, why, why not? And also, I feel like it's a good way for us to, like, touch base, for us to kind of, like, recap what's been going on. And all that stuff because, um, you know, when I have a guest on, I try not, I know it's shocking, you may not believe it, but I do actually try not to yammer too much um, because I want the guests to be able to, you know, say what they need to say. And, and, you know, it's, I feel like it's more so about the guests, even though I will say my podcast is less of an interview and more of a conversation. So to a certain degree, it should be kind of 50-50, but I still want the guests to still get like more words in than me, which usually doesn't happen because I fucking talk a lot. Um, anyway, um, I swear to God, the podcast should have been called Noor's Internal Monologue because I don't have one. And it's just like everything that I think just comes out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to do a solo episode, but I didn't decide that I wanted to do a solo episode for sure. Like I had been going back and forth about it, but I didn't decide until Thursday And then I had planned on, um, because it's Labor, it was Labor Day weekend. I think today is Labor Day, I'm pretty sure. I don't fucking know. I don't know what Labor Day is. I just know it's Labor Day weekend. Summer is over. Stop wearing white, except for like, who fucking cares? Just keep wearing white. I'm going to keep wearing white. I don't give a fuck. Um, But yeah, so my sister Shuduk was like, hey, do you want to go to the beach house? Because our family has a beach house um, in Florida. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally down. So she's like, cool, we'll leave on Friday. 
And then we'll come back like on Sunday or something. And I was like, all right, sick. Then Thursday night, she was like, never mind. Just kidding. We're not going to the beach house anymore. And I was like, dope. Fuck you. You played with my emotions and feelings. I got so excited to go to the beach. And now I have nothing to be excited about. I should just kill myself. Just kidding. Suicide is not a joke. Um, and then, so I was like, well, I'm, cause, okay. So when I decided I wanted to do a solo episode, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so, <laughs> having so much trouble explaining this. So I'd planned, when Janook told me we were going to the beach, I was like, cool, I'll record my solo episode on Friday morning before we leave. Then on Thursday, when she's like, just kidding, we're not going. I was like, well, then I have no reason to record on Friday morning. I'll just record on Saturday, right? Because I'm lazy. And then, and then Saturday came around and Reem texted me, my other sister, who's been on the podcast several times, as well as Shadook. Shadook's been on the podcast, I think, like twice. Reem's been on the podcast like three or four times. Um, so Reem was like, hey, do you want to go to the beach? And I was like, fuck yeah. So then like within 30 minutes, I packed up and just drove to my sister's house so that we can go to the beach. And that's when I realized, oh no, I don't have my guest episode edited. I didn't record a solo episode. Tomorrow is Sunday, which is when the podcast goes up. It goes up basically on midnight on Sunday. Um, so I was like, shit, what am I going to do? I mean, I thought about it while I was packing. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I forgot about it. I never forget anything. It's actually really fucking annoying. But I was like, I just don't want to bring my laptop with me. I just don't want to bring my laptop with me on this beautiful beach weekend. I don't want to do that. I want to relax. I want to bring a weekender bag. And I don't want to, if I bring my laptop, I will end up working. And I don't want to work. Because here's what the problem is when you own your own business, which is, I guess what I do, which is absolutely hilarious who let me manage money at all um the thing is is I don't know how to stop working I don't know how to do that like some most people work like Monday through Friday and then they're like off on the weekend I mean not a lot of people but some people um but you know I don't I don't do that like today is Monday I think it's Labor Day, but technically for me, it's still a work day. I mean, even yesterday I responded to some emails and I just spent like two hours this morning responding to emails. And I know what you might be thinking, Nor, just fucking hire someone to help you. No, I don't want to. I will do everything by myself for as long as I possibly can because I have control issues. And that is my own thing that I need to unpack on my own time. Uh, but, you know... Um, yeah, so I didn't want to bring my laptop with me. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna upload this episode on Monday, which is right now when I'm recording it, I'm gonna record it, I'm gonna do a little tweaking, editing of the audio. And then I'm gonna post it, it's gonna be like fresh off the press. Um, I also been thinking a lot lately about editing. And when I first started podcasting, I didn't really edit much. Um, as you guys recall, especially, and I'm not talking about audio quality. I'm more so talking about like editing the actual audio, like things that are being said. And one of the, I guess, downsides of editing my own podcast is that I get annoyed at myself while I'm editing it. I mean, if you've ever listened to a recording of your voice, you know what I'm talking about. 
it's just after a while, it's like, shut the fuck up. Um, that's me talking to myself. And I've started doing this thing where I've started editing things that I'm saying. And I'm not talking about like actual substantial things. Like I have a tendency when people are talking to me, I think it's a form of like positive reinforcement. I want the person I'm engaging with to feel like I'm hearing them, I'm listening to them, they have my attention, because that's something that I value. So I, you know, I like to, you know, treat people the way I would like to be treated. And so in order to make them feel very heard, and, um, you know, make them feel like I really care, I do this thing where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, totally, 100%, for sure, like the whole time they're fucking talking. And I started, I have started kind of editing that out a little bit. I don't know if you guys have noticed, maybe you haven't, but I've been kind of just taking those parts out where I'm saying those things. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling a little weird about it. I feel like I should stop doing that. I feel like I should keep it in. I feel like that's how I talk to people. And maybe I just need to like leave it alone. Um, let me, let me know what you guys think. Does it annoy you when I do that? I mean, even though, honestly, if it does annoy you, I feel like that shouldn't even be a factor because ultimately I have to put out something that I feel good about, not what you feel good about. You know what I mean? I mean, I want you to like it, but more than anything, I want to like it. That's just kind of how I live my life. Uh, me, 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 me. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Um, so that's why this episode is going up on Monday. If you didn't know, that was just like a fucking 10 minute long explanation as to why this episode is going up literally 24 hours late. Um, even though, whatever, it's my fucking podcast, so it's not late. It's on right on time. Um, and yeah, so next Sunday, everything's going to be back to normal, regular posting, and really cool, edgy, fun guests. Really excited about next week's guests, to be honest with you. Um, I think you guys will really like it too. I always have a good feeling about, for the most part, what episodes you guys are really going to like. Um, and I feel like that means like you guys are cool. Cause like, I'm obviously like so fucking cool. So like, we're both cool. We're all cool. Um, I wish I had written down some notes. I also don't write down notes anymore when I do episodes because I like the conversation to flow organically. But yeah, so update. I, I have taken this pandemic very seriously. Maybe, maybe too seriously, some might argue. I started quarantining before lockdown. I decided to self-quarantine, not because I had COVID, not because I was exposed to COVID, just because I am a precautious person. Um, I like to be safe. I like to keep the people around me safe. So as soon as I realized, no, this isn't like the flu. This is something worse than the flu. And we actually don't really know a lot about it. So that's fucking terrifying. I'm going to sit my ass at home. So I've been doing that since like the beginning of March, maybe like March 11th, honestly. And I initially wasn't really seeing many of my family members. Um, I really was only seeing my sister Reem because I live alone. And I think, you know, if you live with someone, then you have that person. And if you don't live with anyone, then, you know, you need a person. And so that, that was my person. It was Reem and her family. And uh, the beginning, for the first couple of weeks, those were the only people I was seeing was Reem and her family. 
And then when I felt like the rest of my family, you know, had self quarantined for long enough, I had self quarantined for long enough, I didn't have any symptoms for an extended period of time. Me and my family started hanging out more. Um, and when I say family, I mean like immediate family, like my mom, my dad, my siblings. And um, we all started hanging out, spending more time together, even though when we hang out at my parents' house, we all still wear face masks um, and try not to get like too close or anything like that. But, you know, it, it, there's only so long that you can go without seeing like your family, um, especially when you live within very close proximity of each other. So from like March till about two weeks ago, the only people I had interacted with were my family. This is not an exaggeration. I did not see a single one of my friends. I had friends texting me months ago saying like, hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, can I come over? Hey, do you want to come over? Hey, let's go grab some food at like an outdoor patio. And I was like, nope, sorry, I'm social distancing. And so I basically for six months, not even basically, literally. So let's just say March, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah. Like straight up, like six months, only fucking hung out with my family. Did not talk to a friend face to face. Did not uh, fraternize with other people. That's crazy. And I don't think I realized how crazy it was until like two weeks ago, I was at Whole Foods. I was grabbing some groceries really quickly. My grocery trips are no longer enjoyable They are now just out of necessity and full of anxiety um, and Clorox. So I was leaving Whole Foods and one of my friends who had moved to kind of where I live, which is like downtown Orlando, right before the pandemic happened. And um, we never really got to hang out, even though she lives so close to me, because as soon as she like settled in, or I think she moved in during the pandemic, actually, like I think quarantine was happening when she moved in. I don't know, but it was like somewhere around then. And we didn't really get to hang out because, you know, I'm, I wasn't seeing people. And then she texted me and she was like, Hey, like, let's hang out. And I don't know what, what hit me. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's hang out. It's been six months since I've fucking seen anyone. She's not working at the moment. And so I feel like she's pretty safe and she's pretty smart. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we, we got ice cream and it was so fun. It was it was also really funny because like I feel like I don't know how to like interact with people in person anymore. Like as soon as I saw her, I gave her a hug. And I was like, wait, no, I shouldn't be touching you. Like there's a pandemic, but like I just haven't seen anyone in so long. I don't know what to do. Um so it was funny and and we've been hanging out and it's been so nice to like hang out with someone and knowing that they're safe obviously but like also just like having someone to hang out with who's not related to me like I love my family but Jesus fucking Christ there's only so much hanging out with your sisters and family that you can do you know me and my sister have already got into a psychotic fight over the last six months and it's probably due to the fact that we've only been fucking seeing each other so you know too much of anything is not good except for oatmeal um and coffee and crack just kidding um but yeah, so then I hung out with her and that was really fun. And and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of like a can of worms. And I think that's that's why I was scared to hang out with people or do anything because I know myself. I know myself. It's important that we all know ourselves. And I know myself to know that I'm either 100% disciplined 
are really not that disciplined at all. I have trouble being moderate. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm a fanatic, but I'm also not saying that I'm not a fanatic. Um, but yeah, I, I hung out with her and then um, I texted one of my other good friends who had been asking to hang out a few months ago when I was still very much like, stay away from me. Um, I was like, hey, let's get dinner. And she was like, oh my God, let's get dinner. And I was like, fuck yeah. Um, obviously like safely get dinner, um, which I know everyone has very personal understandings and, and feelings and perspectives and different rules and regulations in your state. When I say getting dinner safely, I mean at in, an outdoor patio of a restaurant. So outside in the street away from people or in a restaurant that's like fucking empty. Um, that's, that's what I mean. Anyway, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you. I didn't see anyone except for my family for fucking six months. Fuck off. Um, and so we made plans to get dinner. And then I, you guys know, probably know this, might not know this, whatever. I love hot yoga. I love hot yoga. I love hot yoga. My body needs hot yoga. One thing you might not know about me is that I have a really fucked up back. Like my back is fucked up for like a lot of reasons. Number one reason, big boobs. If you have big boobs, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Ouch. Second of all, I got into a really bad car accident a few years ago and it really fucked up my neck. Like really fucked up my neck. So that fucked up my back even more. And long story short, I have to work on having a strong core in order for my back not to hurt as much. And I don't like I don't hate working out. I've grown to like appreciate working out. I'm just not a working out kind of person. It just, I just have never been able to be that person. I think that I would love, I would love to be a runner. Oh my God, I would love to be a runner. I just, I can't, I can't be a runner, you know? And that's okay. Maybe one day I will be, you know, we're always evolving. We're always changing. For now, I'm just not that person. And so one form of physical activity that really works for me and my body is power hot yoga or hot power yoga, which is basically you're in a room where the temperature fluctuates between like 90 to like 95 degrees. So it's super fucking hot and you're doing these yoga poses, but also there's like a little element of kind of, I want to say like high intensity training, but not kind of some form of it where you're like, kind of doing burpees, but make it yoga. You know what I'm talking about? So you're like, you're like on the ground, you're like in a fucking plank, you're like, you know, downward facing dog, you're like, you know, standing up and holding a lunge, like, you know, it's, it's the yoga version of that. And so it's a really great way to get your heart fucking pumping. It's a good way to get your body moving. And it's a great way to stretch. Holy fuck, it's a great way to stretch. And that's what my body needs. I need to stretch. I need to strengthen my core. And yoga is all about strengthening your core and all about stretching. And one thing you might not know about intense heat, it helps you stretch deeper. And so I can stretch in ways that maybe I wouldn't normally be able to stretch in if it weren't for the hellfire temperature. And so I love hot yoga. It's something that I feel like I can't replicate at home because I can't make my apartment that hot. My cats would die. Um, and I I won't lie, I did go to a hot yoga class. I can't even remember how long. It must have been like two months ago. I don't know. I had like some type of like mental break, maybe three months ago. Yeah, like three months ago. In the middle of quarantine, 
I hadn't really seen anyone. I hadn't gone anywhere. I hadn't gone to a restaurant. I hadn't literally had gone fucking nowhere. And I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to hot yoga. And I went to hot yoga and then I felt guilty about it for like another two months. So, so then that happened. But I've spoken to some friends who are medical professionals and they basically told me if there is any type of outing or physical activity that you're going to do, hot yoga is probably most likely the safest. Again, COVID-19, so mysterious. We don't really know anything about her. Um, And again, you know, everything is so kind of subjective and weird right now. I'm not telling you like it's okay to do it, but I'm just saying this is how I justified it. So my friends who are medical professionals said because of the intense heat, it's less likely that the virus can be transferred. I don't know how much truth there is to it, but I want to believe it. So um, I decided to start going back to hot yoga and I went to last week, I went to my first class and I literally ran into my friend who I was planning on having dinner with the next day, which is so weird. So fucking weird. And, um, and then another girl who I also, um, who I also know was also in the class. So that was really cool. And then I was leaving hot yoga and I had stopped. I got a smoothie. I'm sitting in my car drinking a smoothie. Um, and another one of my friends like honks at a red light and was right next to me in the car. And it was just, it was really, really, really weird. Um, I ran into like three people I knew in one day, super weird first outing in a long time. I haven't been seeing anyone. And now the earth is basically telling me you should go to hot yoga and you should see your friends. And I want you to see your friends. So that was my takeaway from it. But really hilarious that I saw my friend the day before I hung out with her. How fucked up would it have been if I like told her like, I'm not seeing anyone. And then like I ran into her hot yoga. Like that would have been so fucked. Um, but yeah, I I went to another class last week. And oh, I went to like, even just going to two hot yoga classes. I'm trying to keep it at only two classes a week. I'm trying not to be too greedy about it. But my body feels so much less tight and achy. And here's the thing, and I think confuses people because I'm a very, I don't know if easygoing is the right word, but like, I'm a pretty chill person in the sense of like, I don't give a fuck what anyone does. I don't give a fuck about what's going on. The only thing I really give a fuck about is what I'm doing. Like I'm high strung about my own actions, not anyone else's actions. So my intensity doesn't really affect other people. Like if I don't like something, I just like remove myself and not in a dramatic way, just like in a, all right, I'm out kind of way, you know, or more so even an Irish goodbye. Like I just fucking poof, I'm gone like a leprechaun. Um, so where was I going with this? Oh yeah. Um, I need hot yoga. I need it. I just need it. And, um, honestly it was either going to hot yoga or going to get massages again. And I feel like going to hot yoga seems safer and you know, back pain, chronic back pain isn't a fucking joke. It feels terrible. And I think that this is something that's not hurting anyone. (laughs) I need to stop quoting TikTok because I feel like most of you don't watch as much TikTok as I do. And you're like, why the fuck does this girl keep saying really weird stuff? Um, But yeah, so I've started hanging out with friends again. Well, two friends, but I, I might throw in a third friend if I'm feeling wacky. Um, just because I don't know. I feel like if I'm being safe and they're being safe at this point, it's fucking September, you know? Um, I feel like it's not that crazy, but again, I'm not trying to encourage you to do anything. I'm just sharing my life with you. And yeah, I, I'm really excited to go to hot yoga 
tomorrow. Like, literally so excited. Like, I even tried to go to a class today. I'm not going to lie. But I didn't check the schedule until it was too late. And then the class was starting in three minutes. And it wouldn't have been physically possible for me to get there. If it was, I would have gone. Just know that. Um, But yeah, I had a lot of fun at the beach with my family. Going to the beach with my family has been like a long lasting, I'll call the tradition. Like literally since I was a little kid, I just, anytime there was ever an occasion or not even an occasion, like whether there was like a vacation or just for fucking fun, my parents love going to the beach. They love going to the beach so much. And it's so funny because my parents don't even really like physically go on the beach. Like sometimes they will like go to the beach house and not even walk on the beach. They'll just like look at it from the balcony. I really don't know what that's all about. They just like love hearing the waves crash. I don't know. My parents are Palestinian, so they're pretty emo in general. Um, and you know, they say creepy things like when I was a child, the beach of Palestine was so beautiful and like now we'll never see it again. Um, that's actually really sad, but also, you know, they're my parents. So everything they say is just like, LOL. Um, but yeah, so we went to the beach and it was really fun and, um, we, we ate yummy food and I, I haven't swam in the ocean in a while. I just, I think that it's just like a personal preference and also like slightly, um, I think I'm scared of the ocean a little bit because like, here's the problem. Like the older you get, the more you start realizing things and understanding things and you have more cell, more of a sense of like awareness and mortality. And like suddenly the ocean becomes a little bit more of a scary place as opposed to when you're a child, you're just like, yeah, like there's nothing that could fucking like rip my leg off here. Um, like literally I used to do the craziest. I used to swim so deep into the ocean when I was a kid. Why the fuck was I not scared? I literally, I hate that for me. Um, but yeah, I, I swam in the ocean and it felt so good to just feel the waves crashing on you and feel this fucking ocean water. It's so fucking healing and uh, detoxing and amazing. And I just had a lot of fun swimming, which I don't, sometimes I do, but really not that often because I don't think it's like that annoying to swim with a hijab on, but it's also just like not the same, unfortunately. Um, I would rather just swim at my parents' house or my sister's house and not have to wear a hijab. Um, But there is something to be said about swimming in the ocean. And um, yeah, I really, I really like it. And it's really funny because I had brought, or I thought I packed my Nike hijab to swim in it because I usually wear it in a way where I like kind of tuck it in like a turban. It's really weird to explain, but yeah, that's how I wear it. And I thought that I grabbed my Nike hijab. I get to the beach and instead I had packed a Uniqlo airism tank top that I guess I thought was a Nike hijab. But luckily my sister Reem had um, some swim turbans, which are like actually for hijabi women to swim. Um, so that was pretty handy and cool and kind of better than a Nike hijab for for swimming. So I should probably invest in one of those. But uh, yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with my niece, Neda and my nephews were there. Um, and it was just fun. And um, I feel like my mom is always like a little bit more like chillaxed at the beach. So that's cool. But yeah, I really liked it, it was a short trip. Um, but I don't mind going to the beach for such a short period of time, because a we can go anytime we want and b, um, I don't like leaving my cats for too long. I feel, 
I feel guilty. And I used to do it a lot more because obviously I was traveling all the time. And um, since I've been home since, since March, yeah, because I think I went to, yeah, the last two trips I went on were in February. I went to Lake Tahoe and I went to Fashion Week in New York. Um, but since I haven't been traveling at all, more than ever, I feel so guilty whenever I leave my cats for any, even for like a few hours to go to my parents' house, I feel horrible because I think that they have become even more attached to me and more clingy. And also like, I just know how much they like love being around me that like, I feel bad. I just feel bad when people can't be around me all the time because I know it's so fun and I know that I'm so amazing. So it's just really hard for me. Um, yeah, so hard. <laughs> um, God, my nails are so fucking chipped. Again, when you swim, just know that your nail polish will all chip off. So yeah, I need to paint paint my little nails today. Maybe I might have a little bit of a little self-care afternoon, put a fucking face mask on, do my nails. I do have to go to the grocery store because I'm lacking a lot of my essential things. Um, even though I, I haven't been cooking as much lately. I've just been, I don't know. I feel like my cravings have been really weird. Like all I want to eat is like eggs and sourdough bread I don't really know like that's all like I'll be like hmm, what do I want to eat it's like some scrambled eggs and sourdough toast for every meal of the day um I don't really know I it's honestly my my taste buds are very confusing but I haven't been in the mood to cook as much lately even though I have become a chef this year which is pretty handy and just like another thing to add to my um list of amazing qualities about myself um but yeah I did get sent this Dutch oven from this brand called Great Jones and I'm pretty sure it's a female owned brand I'm like 90% sure it's female owned and or female founded I think it's female founded I don't know if it's female owned might be both you you can fucking google it um, but yeah, I got sent a Dutch oven and I really want to make sourdough bread, but I have to make my starter, which actually I should fucking do that today. And then I can make sourdough bread tomorrow. I should do that. Um, but yeah, I do need to go to the store to, to get some eggs, obviously. And now I'm just going to, should I just read you my grocery list? Do you care? Do you care about anything I've said? Um, I need eggs, avocado, cat food, almond milk, bananas, raspberries. That's that's my grocery list. Just like the queen of health. I'm trying to be healthy. I say, even though last night I made um, the Pillsbury Halloween cookies. I made six of them in an air fryer because I saw it on TikTok and it did not, it did not turn out as good as I thought it would. That's all I gotta say. I just find that in general... Putting a cookie sheet in an air fryer is bad. And when I see people using it in TikToks, I'm like, what sorcery is this? The air has to be able to pass through. How are you doing this? It's just so fucking annoying. I hate when people are post TikToks. I feel like they're like that. Like, I feel like they're tricking us. Um, oh, I forgot that I have my coffee in here. I'm going to take a little sip of coffee. 
just a little coffee ASMR. Mm. But yeah, so I've just been, um, I've been a little bit happier. Not like I was ever unhappy, but I'm telling you not to obsess over hot yoga, but Jesus, I really love going to hot yoga. Like the day after I left, I felt like I was like living a dream life. Like I am, I just can't even articulate to you how happy going to hot yoga makes me. And I know it sounds like I might have a disorder, but I promise you, I just, it, it definitely has to do with releasing endorphins, but also like when your body doesn't feel tight and tense and in pain, you'll be surprised at how much your mood will change. Like anyone who's ever experienced back pain or any type of physical pain that's like kind of chronic and that it's like happening all the time, you're always a little bit agitated. Like anyone who's in pain constantly is always a little annoyed. And like, it's so magical how when you're not in pain, you're just happier because you learn to tolerate the pain. But tolerating the pain also makes you a little bit just like maybe shorter. Like you, you have a short fuse, you have a short temper because you're already using so much energy to try to keep this pain under control and not curl up into a ball and cry. Um, and I'll be honest with you. That's what my back pain feels like. Um, and trust me, I've been to so many doctors. All they told me to do is physical, physical therapy, which is just stretching and um, they've given me muscle relaxants, but I don't want to get addicted to muscle relaxants, even though I do like them. But I haven't refilled my prescription in like three years because I would just take one every night. I was just taking muscle relaxants left and fucking right. It was like, can't sleep, muscle relaxant. I have a headache, muscle relaxant. I'm hungry, muscle relaxant. We're going to the movies, take a muscle relaxant. You know what I mean? So I feel like that was not the move, um, even though it was really relaxing. But yeah, I just, I was so happy. I drank a smoothie, love drinking smoothies. Like a good smoothie, fuck yeah. It had spirulina in it. So it was like a beautiful, or maybe no, no, it had blue magic. I think blue magic is like spirulina when it's blue. I don't know. Again, who can fucking say? Um, but it was a really, really good smoothie and it just made me so happy. Maybe I'll get a smoothie for lunch today. I should probably just make a smoothie, but honestly, I don't have any frozen bananas. Also, oh my God, I was reading this article about eating vegetables or putting like spinach and kale in your smoothie. And even though, yeah, it's like a great way to get your nutrients a lot of people do have trouble digesting it. And the better thing to do might be to add like some type of like green powder or even like a cooked vegetable. Um, because I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes I do feel like having a veggie smoothie or like smoothies with a lot of greens in it does make me feel really bloated, which is I feel like the opposite of what you should feel. I feel the same way with salad a lot of the times, but the way I've tried to remedy that is by chewing my salad a little bit more um, to make it easier to digest it if I chew it a little bit better instead of just shoveling it into my mouth like a rat um but yeah super interesting and I don't know I think I think um I've also had a lot of time these last few months to think about like health because 
unfortunately, a lot of us associate health, I think, with being thin. And for most of my life, majority of my life, I have always been pretty thin. Um, Not like super model skinny, but like skinny enough. Like, I mean, I never thought I was skinny because I have body dysmorphia, but other people thought I was skinny. And, um, you know, I've always just had no trouble with that. I've never really had to diet. I've never really had to work out. But, you know, I turned 30 and my body was just like, nope. And it's funny, you can go back and listen to the podcasts from like right around after when I turned 30, where I'm like bitching about like, I feel like I'm gaining weight. I don't know what's going on. I feel so out of control in my body. But it's because my metabolism has slowed down, which is hilarious. Like they're not like being 30 is fucking great. But people are not joking about like when you turn 30, your metabolism slows down. It's like a fucking annoying thing that really does actually happen. Like, I just thought it was like a joke, but it's not a fucking joke. Like it's a real thing. And um, I, I kind of struggled with like how to handle this because I liked the size I was at mainly because I like my clothes. So I want my clothes to fit me. And it's taken me 30 years to become comfortable with this body that I'm in. So like, I would like to for it to be this way to not to stop fucking changing, right? Um, which may not be the healthiest way to view it. But that's just how I view it. And um, I, I thought about it I'm like, can I, should I diet? And I was like, LOL, like, no, because number one, my calorie intake is already not that high. So anything less than that would probably be like unhealthy. And so then diet was just like out of the question because I'm just like, I don't feel good about cutting out carbs or fat or anything because I feel like your body needs all of those things. And also, I just don't like depriving myself. Like, I just, I've definitely three times in my life cut out sugar for a week. And when I say sugar, I mean processed sugar. I don't mean like strawberries. I don't mean like natural sugar. I mean just processed sugar because I do think processed sugar is bad for you. Um, But even then, it was really hard and I like processed sugar. And sometimes I just want to eat a Pillsbury cookie or six or maybe even seven. But I just never really felt comfortable with diet culture. Um, And I just think that, you know, the way I eat is already like not terrible. Like I just feel like it can't be that bad to eat six Pillsbury cookies if you also ate like, you know, eggs and and um and avocado and tomatoes and then you had like a you know a salad or or even like um a tomato sauce pasta with fresh tomatoes like I think that that's healthy like fight me like I think it's healthy I think when you're eating a delicious sauce that you made out of fucking delicious tomatoes with some delicious pasta because carbs are not the devil I think that that's fucking healthy and delicious um but I, I will say I came to the conclusion that I'm like, I think I need to like be more physically active, which I did try to do some at home workouts at the beginning of quarantine. But like, oh, I just, I just don't like those types of workouts. I only like doing hot yoga. And I don't like hot yoga because I feel like it's going to help me lose weight. I like hot yoga because I like it. And so if you can get a workout in where you're burning calories and doing something that you like, like, it's just like, yeah, I want to do that. I just want to do that. Um, again, 
it's times like these that I'm like, I really wish I had some notes because I literally feel like I just keep going on tangents. But I guess that's why you guys are here. I think that you guys like my tangents. Um, but yeah, like, you know, just also to like plug this in. If you're listening to this, you should really, you should really just, if you're not subscribed, that's first of all, it's fucked up. You should subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. But also more than anything, go to the Apple Podcast app and please leave a review. And if you don't want to leave a review, if you're that fucking lazy, just go where it says tap to rate and there's like some stars. Just click five stars. It literally, you just scroll down, you click five stars and then you're done. You're done. That's it. It's so easy. But also take a screenshot of yourself listening to this and post it on your Instagram stories. Maybe not this particular episode, but like another episode. Uh, oh my god anytime I put out like a solo episode and anyone I know listens to it I feel so just like deeply disturbed um but you guys you guys are cool so that's why I feel like I can I can bug you about this shit because um you get it you get it right you know the more reviews I get the more likely I am to be on the um, apple podcast charts which is for me partly competitiveness, just pure competitiveness. Who am I in competition with? No one really. Um, I just like being on the top of the charts. Um, and then also it helps more people hear about the podcast and the more people that hear about the podcast equals more sponsors. And the more sponsors means more budget I have towards getting better quality audio, better guests and, you know, stuff like that. So you're really doing me a solid, honestly, but also you're doing the world a solid because you're, you're bringing me to the world. <laughs> I'm such a dick. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what else I want to talk to you. Oh my God. I haven't done a solo episode since I changed my podcast cover art. And I think I had spoken about this before. I just kind of started feeling like my podcast cover art didn't represent me anymore. It didn't feel like me. And if I'm being completely honest, even though I really liked the cover art, I never really felt like it was me. I just really was so eager to get the podcast out. And then I just, I don't know, but... I'm, I'm pretty happy with the cover art I have now. I don't know. What do you guys think? I like it. I mean, I just, these, the photo I took was taken in quarantine in my living room. I'm holding a self, uh, um, a fucking remote in my hand where I'm taking photos. I have a tripod set up and you know, I, I made my cover art and I, I like it. I think it's very simple. It's to the point. And I'm wearing the, um, the Lyrica Matoshi strawberry dress, who she was on the podcast a few weeks ago. So cool. She's also doing such dope shit since then. I'm so proud of her. Um, but yeah, I I really feel like the new cover art makes me happy. I just feel like it's me. I just, I don't know. Weigh in. What do you guys think? Do you feel like the new cover art feels more like an accurate representation of who I am? Because I do. Um, but yeah, I... I haven't talked to you guys since then. Shit. That's crazy. I also was a guest on one of my favorite podcasts that you guys have heard me talk about so much. Guys, we fucked. And that was really kind of, it felt like one of those like full circle moments because 
the first podcast I'd ever listened to was called Weird Adults with Little Esther, Esther Pavinsky, who is a female comedian who's really cool. She has a podcast right now called Esther Club and Glowing Up. Um, she co-hosts it with Caroline Goldfarb, who has been on my podcast before. I love that episode. I love Caroline Goldfarb. She's so cool. Um, but she had an episode many moons ago, probably like seven years ago, where she interviewed Rumi Neely, who, if you don't know who Rumi Neely is, she is one of the original fashion bloggers. She had a fashion, uh, a blog called Fashion Toast. And I loved, I loved that. Um, I really loved her blog. So I saw that she was on a podcast and that was the first podcast I ever listened to. And from there, I just kind of fell in love with podcasts. But um, I, w- I was just listening to like, the same couple podcasts. Like, you know, I wasn't really exploring anything. And then one time I was actually driving to the beach house to meet my family. Um, I was driving alone and it was storming really bad. It was raining really hard. It was also night. I decided to drive at night in the middle of a storm because I don't know, I'm a fucking dumb bitch. And I was really freaked out. And sometimes when I'm freaked out, I find that listening to music can either make me feel better or make me feel more anxious. But sometimes listening to a podcast is a better distraction because you're you're trying to listen to the conversation. So it takes your mind off the fact that you're afraid that you're going to get into a car accident in the middle of the dark and rain and storm and die. No one will find your body for days and days to come. So I wanted to listen to a podcast and I'm driving and I'm so anxious. And I just go on the iTunes, uh, on the Apple podcast app. And I look at um, comedy podcasts and uh, guys we fucked happen to be like, maybe like in the top 10 and um, something like that. And so I started listening to it and I remember like, just like out loud laughing in my car. Like I just, it was the first podcast I ever truly loved. Like I looked forward to Fridays because there was a new episode of guys we fucked. Like I literally, the first thing I do on Fridays and have been doing for years and years is just listening to the new episode of guys we fucked. Like that's how much I love that podcast. And, um, It's hosted by Christina Hutchinson, who's been on my podcast, which is also such a dream. I really love that episode. Listen to it. It's also hosted by Corinne Fisher, who I will hopefully have on my podcast soon. I haven't asked her, to be fair, but hopefully I do ask her soon. And she says yes and doesn't tell me to go fuck myself. But she also has a podcast that I'm obsessed with currently called Without a Country. And they read the news from the extreme left and the extreme right. And they meet somewhere in the middle. It's with her and another male comedian. And I really love... I really love listening to the news presented by comedians. I just feel like it makes it much more palatable and digestible and less annoying. And um, as much as I love NPR, I swear to God, I haven't been able to listen to it since Trump has been the president because I'm so triggered by his voice that listening to NPR and not knowing when they're going to randomly just fucking play a clip from fucking President Trump talking is like making me have like a fucking physical reaction right now. Like I hate his voice. Like I'm so triggered by his voice. I often just like to pretend like he is not the president. Oh my God. If you're not registered to vote, please fucking register to vote. Just register to fucking vote. And if you vote for Trump, you're fucking stupid. I'll say it. I'll fucking say it. You're fucking stupid. And don't be like, I don't want to vote for Biden. And so I'm not going to vote for anyone. Fuck you. Vote for Biden and shut the fuck up. 
Okay, I want to get that on a t-shirt. Vote for Biden and shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Just vote for Biden. A vote for anyone else but Biden is going to hurt us. And by us, I mean Americans. Okay, so stop being a fucking bitch. Register to vote and vote for Biden. Anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I really like um, Corinne's podcast, Without a Country. But yeah. So being asked to be on Guys We Fucked was pretty surreal. It was a pretty cool moment for me. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty excited. It was actually funny because I recently got verified on Instagram. And it was it's cool to be verified on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I want to slide into some celebrities' DMs. I haven't really, but I feel like I could. Um... So that happened, and then I, I remember calling my friend Camly, who's been on the podcast a few times, and being like, or no, she actually was like, oh my god, you got verified. I don't even remember. No, I sent her a screenshot that I got verified, yeah. And she was like, oh my god, that's so exciting. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next day, like, I was like, I was happy about it, but I like, wasn't that happy about it. And then the next day, I got asked to be on the Guys We Fucked podcast, and I called her, and I was like screaming, I was so excited. I was more excited to be asked to be on this podcast than to be verified on Instagram, which should say something, you know? And so that was really, um, that was really exciting to me to be, for me to be asked on their podcast because it's a, it's a show that I really have a lot of respect for. I think they're hilarious. I love women who are fucking cool. And they're, they're funny and they're cool and they're they're intelligent and they're open-minded and they have people on who are so vulnerable and open and share their stories or just, you know, are hilarious for an hour. Um, and I really like how diverse their show is and I think that it's a really great show. And if you haven't listened to my episode that's um, available on Luminary, which you can get 30 days for free, um, but it's also, there's like a snippet on Apple iTunes. So you can listen to the snippet if you are a cheap fuck or if you don't want to sign up for three, 30 days free, which I don't know why you would not do that. It's free. Um, I haven't listened to it because I, it's really weird. I've never been, like anytime I've ever been mentioned in an article or a magazine or anything like that, like I'm not nervous to read it. But for some reason, listening to me on a podcast, on someone else's podcast, makes me too nervous. I don't know why. I just can't listen to it. I, it's, I think it's so weird. Like, it's, I just can't listen to it. Um, so you guys go listen to it. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked a lot, I think, about my work as a um, domestic violence and sex crimes counselor for the state attorney's office, which... I often have my friends tell me, you really don't talk about that too much. And um, they're right. I really don't. But I did talk about it quite a bit on the Guys We Fucked podcast. So if you like podcasts, go listen to Guys We Fucked. Go listen to Without a Country. And also listen to Christina Hutchinson's solo podcast called The Voices in Our Heads, which is also really fucking hilarious. Um, and also she does a lot of like self-helpy stuff. Um, so... Now I'm just like plugging all their podcasts. Now I'm just like literally sucking their dicks. I just sucked their dicks for like 10 minutes straight. But I love them. And I love supporting women who are strong and intelligent and are making a difference, which I believe they are. So yeah, that was, that was a really exciting moment for me. 
And, you know, I think that this year has been so weird. Um, I had a little bit of a meltdown. Not really. I just cried a little bit. Um, but it was like a very controlled cry. It was just like tears streaming down the face kind of cry. Um, because I just feel like it's September. I'm not going to fashion week. I've gone really nowhere this year. And I don't know. It just, it kind of stressed me out that like this year is like almost over. And like, I have part of me can't help but feel like it was wasted. But I have to remind myself that it hasn't been a waste. I have got to spend so much time with my family. Everyone in my family is happy and healthy, which is always a good thing. I'm healthy. Um, I moved into the apartment I live in now this year. And I love this apartment. This is one of my favorite places I've ever lived. Um, and of course, I wish it wasn't during quarantine so I could like do more stuff. But, you know, I'm doing stuff within reason safely. But I love my apartment. I, you know, I feel like career-wise, I've been getting a lot of really great jobs this year, um, working with a lot of really cool brands. Um, I've had a lot of time to create content, which is something that feels like a really it's a fun creative outlet for me to put together outfits, shoot content. I've spoken about this before. So I love being able to do that. I've been, I feel like engaging and connecting with so many people around the world. Um, I've been having a lot of fun on Instagram. I will say this year, I think that, you know, my audience has kind of turned into this combination of people who've known me for so long. So they like get me, but then also attracting this like kind of new wave of people who are like, young and cool and they get it. You know what I mean? They don't think that I'm a giant whore. I posted on Instagram the other day on my story. Someone left a comment and said, you look like a prostitute. <laughs> or no, wait, what did they say? Hold on. No, no, no. You look like a porn star. It's funny. I just checked it and it's been shared 500 times. 500 people have shared this little screenshot of a comment that says, you look like a porn star. <laughs> um, and I shared it because it was just so funny. It's just people... People on the internet are so fucking stupid, especially Muslim people. Unfortunately, they're the they're the most stupid. Oh, someone also just commented, "May I know your boob size?" Pretty polite. May I know your boob size? Hard eyes, heart. No, you may not know my boob size. You fucking weirdo. Um, but yeah, so trying trying to focus on the good things that have happened this year, but also simultaneously allowing myself to feel sad if I'm sad and that's okay. Or feel mad when I'm mad. And I feel like I've had a lot of time to reflect this year. And I don't know. I, I feel like there's been a lot of growth and maybe if I was just living my normal life, traveling, hanging out with people just in this constant state of noise and commotion, I don't know if I would have been able to experience all the growth that I have been able to experience. Um, it's the last few minutes of the podcast. So I feel like I'm going to throw this in here. And so if you're like a real one and you're listening all the way through, then you know what? Great. And if you don't give a fuck, then you you haven't made it this far. So I feel comfortable sharing this towards the end of the podcast. Um, I've spoken about it in bits and pieces on my podcast, on other podcasts, you know, whatever. I was seeing someone for a few years and, um, I found out that they were cheating on me and um, we, we obviously ended things. And then very shortly after he married that person that he was cheating on me with. And <laughs> this is so fucked up, but I found out that they got divorced 
And obviously that sucks. But at the same time, I feel a little vindicated. I also kind of feel like karma is very real. And I just got to like sit back and do nothing. And then the world could, took care of it for me. Um, and I just think it's interesting because obviously when someone cheats on you and leaves you, you're going to be upset about it, which I was. And then after I stopped being upset about it, I just kind of hated him. I hated him for so long. And then I just kind of stopped hating him. And I just kind of stopped caring about him. But then more than that, recently, I just feel like I kind of forgave him. Because I think it's important to forgive people. Because I felt what I need to feel. And it happened. It's over. It's done. It's for the best. It's definitely 100% for the best. But I really, really, really forgave him this year. And I think it's so interesting that as soon as I forgave him, the world was like, great job, Noor. 10 out of 10 for self-reflection, healing, and healthy emotions. And in turn, we will reward you with his wife leaving him. god I'm such a petty bitch but listen if you were in my shoes you'd feel the same way as I do and you know what maybe he can learn and grow from it and uh maybe she'll learn from grow from it and grow from it and not start hooking up with someone who's in a relationship with someone else hot tip don't do that um anyway it's been real I love you guys and subscribe Review on iTunes. Seriously, fucking review on iTunes. Just like, stop being a fucking bitch and just review on iTunes. Um, follow me on Instagram at Nor E. It's my personal Instagram. Follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. Like the pictures. Leave the comments. Engage with me. And maybe I'll make some more cool content for the podcast's Instagram account. Okay? I love you. Did I already say that? Even if I did, just want to say it again. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday.